Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the mile rate. Uh, Rob Orbert joins me to talk about, I think it was a fabulous night's racing last night. Maybe the depth wasn't there in some of the Group 1 races, Rob, but the performances were, and, well, General Dodge, he's a pretty special horse. I, you know, for me, I, I thought he was the highlight of the night. It wasn't one of the Group 1 races, though. Yeah, good morning, Dan. Uh, yeah, look, we all spoke about uh, General Dodge uh, leading up to last night in the Golden Rain free-for-all, and we thought it might be the highlight of the night, and it turned out that way. Um, what a terrific performance. Uh, the way he was able to spear across from the outside draw to lead. Uh, Jason Lee then elected to take a trail in the race uh, on the back of Gillaby Chevy, who made that mid-race move. But, wow, when he let down in the home straight, and to finish off in the final quarter of 26-6 after burning early, he won a mile rate of 155.6. Uh, it was just a terrific performance of a, a horse that's been plagued with injuries, but he's uh, got so much raw talent. Who knows uh, if he can stay sound? But right at the moment, I think you mentioned it on Trot's Vision last night, right at the moment, he's probably the most exciting pacer, at least here in Victoria. Yeah, it is. Let's hope he stays sound and we'll get to see more of him. The first of the two Group 1 races was the Australian pacing goal for four-year-old Entires and Gelding. Um, expensive Ego was expected to dominate, and dominate he did. This is how he did it. Tibigo turns nicely clear. He's six metres in front end, got away, starts to open up now, pulls away from MacDan, Pacifico Dream, then Jellybee Nitro, but it's all Expensive Ego and the favourites racing away. Expensive Ego goes on to win it by 10 metres. Terrific run, Pacifico Dream second, third place, MacDan, and fourth, Jellybee Nitro. Very big rangey sort of fella, and he, you know, once he gets into his rhythm, he's really good. But um, look, he, he had to come out of the gate solid enough tonight, and I thought Jellyby Nitro may have the speed to get across us, but would probably like to follow us, so it worked out well. Was that the quickest he can come out of the gate, or can he get out quicker? I don't know. I, I just sort of got him out as safe as I felt, you know, enough to hold Pacifico to dream, but happy enough to let Jellyby Nitro clear and. Um, and then just, just sort of work forward. And, you know, we weren't there to break any, any records or anything. We just wanted to get the job done, and he done that really well. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. It was pretty easy work, Rob. Um, look, it can be a little bit picky. He's got a, a big action, but at times... You know, he's not the cleanest of paces, but at the same time, he had enough on these opposition to switch off the last 100 and coast to the line. Look, he went really well. Uh, I still didn't think he paced that well myself. I know I asked that question to Luke McCarthy last night on Tr Trot's Vision, and he felt the horse uh, handled the track really well, and he was really pleased with him. But I'd still uh, would have my doubts if he had to come to Melton. He was out three wide and had to make a run from back in the field. I think there'd still be a little bit of a question mark uh, on his... Uh, you know, handling of the uh, the Tabcorp Park Melton track. But, look, he was terrific last night. He's an outstanding horse, the winner of the Chariots of Fire. He was runner-up in the Miracle Mile. He was first up uh, resuming for the lead-up of this race last night. He went 148.6. Last night, he went 152.1. He did it easy at the finish, but he was 
Uh, didn't have the early speed to go with Gillaby Nitro, who came across from out wide to lead. He was able to take up the running, and from that point, he was always clearly the horse to beat. He went a seven-second lead time, 28-4 first quarter, uh, 29-27-5, and home in 27-7 for a mile rate of 152-1. He's a classy horse. He's a talented horse, and he's going to be competing in many Group 1 races into uh, later on in this year. We mentioned uh, General Dodge. Uh, we'll have a listen to the way he won it. He led out, brilliant start, then he took the trail, and he's just explosive again up the sprint lane. And the leader is Jellyby Chevy. A neck away, Star Galleria. General Dodge angles back now to the garage sprint lane, and he's coming with his run. Star Galleria hit the lead. General Dodge is coming through very quickly. General Dodge goes through, grabs the lead, and it's soft again. General Dodge, if he stays sound, we might have a challenge at a lock and var art. That's pretty special, uh, this fellow, and he's brilliant again tonight. A brilliant win. About two metres on the line to Star Galleria second. General Dodd, Star Galleria, and uh, Jellyby Chevy third. Max Delight four. So. Just did it on his own, really. Yeah, so probably was just going to come out as good as we could. And, and uh, you know, ideally it was going to be nice to, to come across and, and end up on the, on the fence pretty quick. But, yeah, you just never know. With um, everyone else's thoughts, there was probably a couple others that maybe wanted to, to run the gate, but in the end we got a, got out, you know, really good, and he did it quite easily. And um, yeah, look, I would have been more than happy to hold the front on him, but just second up again from from such a, a long um, layoff, we just thought that we may take cover, but yeah, we, we weren't definitely taking cover. And, and when Glenn came, I thought. I know this horse pretty well and, and he'll run a good race in front, so I'm happy to sit on him and, and just make Luke do a bit of work when he decided to come. The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Bobby's exciting. He's very exciting. He's just got so much brilliance about him. But I was working out his last split. He really was only asked to sprint the last 150 metres. 26-6 that last quarter? Yeah. Break a furlong, break it down to a furlong would be 13.3. Now, he didn't wind up to the last 50. To me, in my calculations, he's run the equivalent to that of a quarter under 25 in his last 150 to 200. Oh, look, and he's very capable of doing it, Danny. There's no question about that. I actually asked that question to Jason Lee last night. Is he the fastest horse that you've sat behind as far as sheer acceleration? And he mentioned he drove Chili Palmer uh, a long time ago for Dean Braun, who was a very fast horse, but he also felt the general dodge was even faster than Chili Palmer. Look, I've had a great uh, opportunity to see the horse, probably more than most, because he's trialled a few times before he's gone to the races, and I've never seen a horse impress me as much at the trials as uh, General Dodge. He's a special horse. Great to see him continue on this uh, campaign of uh, ongoing wins, and let's hope he stays sound, because there's got to be a Group 1 win for this horse before he retires. It'd be ashamed if he didn't take out a Group 1 race. Star Galleria was uh, a brave second, and Jillaby Chevy was also very good, Rob. Uh, the New South Wales um, invaders, they took both of the Group 1s. Michelle Lee Mack wasn't... Uh, Perhaps as expected, um, fellow New South Wales uh, Mayor Pelosi started a short price favourite in the APG four-year-old mayor's final. She was 
She was, um, well, she was terrible. She was uh, caught without cover. The race changed complexion when she didn't lead. Uh, I'm not sure she paced that well going into the first turn anyway, and she was going to be caught without cover. She was gone at the 400. Yeah, look, we see, you know, a number of horses come from New South Wales. Sometimes they don't handle Tabcorp Park, Melton, and vice versa. Horses from here don't handle Menangle. But Pelosi, once she was crossed at the start, that race certainly changed complexion. It's Beaujolais from out wide. James Herbertson speared her across to the lead. 7.2 lead time. 29.5 and then 28.9 was the second quarter. We normally see those sprint races that second quarter. They back off. They actually went faster. And then 27.8 and 28.4 home, 154 mile rate. Michelle Lee Mack was perfectly driven by Greg Sugars. For Dean and Kerry McDowell, a big um, you know, result for those uh, husband and wife team. They train uh, Dean's father, uh, Colin McDowell, very well known in our industry. Michelle Lee Mack comes from a brilliant uh, maternal family. Family, and there's been plenty of Group 1 winners amongst them, and Michelle Lee Mack was impressive. Saluting last night, defeating its Beaujolais, and also uh, its Ebony and Ivory for Johnny Yeomans. Uh, they would have been proud of their two girls, uh, second and third, unfortunately, just couldn't match Michelle Lee Mack. And as you mentioned, uh, uh, Lala LeBron run fourth, and fifth home was the disappointing favourite, Pelosi. Michelle Lee Mack, Greg Sugar's first leg of a double. He won the last two races on the night, but this four-year-old man made it a one-act affair over the last 200 metres. 27.8. The leader is it's Beaujolais, but going up to it now is uh, Michelle Lee Mack. Michelle Lee Mack on the outside's taken over, is drawn away, is starting to open up, and Michelle Lee Mack is coming away for an upset win. Michelle Lee Mack scores. It's Beaujolais second, third, it's Ebony and Ivory, and fourth home was La La Bron. Travelled really well in the run, and um, I thought that you know, tempo up front was genuine enough to sort of give us a chance from out, being out the back. And um, knew we'll probably when the race sort of changed complexion a little bit at the start with the galloper at uh, where we lobbed that I was likely to be the first one three deep. So I knew I was going to have to sustain a pretty good last um, six six hundred metres or so. But um, yeah, to the filly's credit, is once I hooked out and she sort of started to gain ground on the on the leading pair. Um, yeah, she felt the winner a long, long way out. The mile rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. So that completed a double for New South Wales stables and the two Group 1 races. The night kicked off with the DNR Logistics Trot. Just a Molly Archer bought as a, a tried trotter in New Zealand, a very experienced tried trotter with very little experience in the mobiles. Wow, it just came out on roller skates. That was the query I think everyone had is, you know, has it got the gate speed? Maybe it doesn't run in mobiles because it didn't have gate speed. It had gate speed, all right. It was never going to get beaten, Rob. No, it just flew out of the gate. It was a very good performance for Andy and Kate Gath, uh, bringing up a, a great uh, night once again for Kate with multiple winners and just Molly Archer uh, raced by uh, uh, our good friend Neil Donnelly and uh, John Morahan. Uh, they'll be absolutely stoked with their eight-year-old trotter getting the job done. Uh, Morgan Miley was a good effort running second. Uh, got close at the finish, but uh, the stable mate just had a, uh, a winning break. Uh, classy Spirit finishing third had its chance. Cold de Galibier was fifth, uh, a fourth in the race. Wasn't a bad run from Mark Lee and Stacey Towers. And anywhere, Hugo also making ground from back in the field. I thought Dell's Destiny was a bit disappointing after looking at chance coming to the home turn. They went a mile rate of 159.7. Last mile, 2 minutes 6, 58.6 last half. And uh, just Molly Archer. 
had the race king control out in the lead and was just too strong at the finish. Kate Kath brought up an early double. In fact, she drove three of the first four winners, but Luke McCarthy also uh, was runner-up in the first two races. Winebro Wasted gave a really good side in front. Swiss Miss first up, utilised the Garrard sprint lane and, and got there just. Yeah, well, Swiss Miss uh, utilised the sprint lane to get home uh, for Andy and Kate Gaff. Kate was uh, probably uh, not the most popular uh, daughter in the household uh, last night or this morning because she knocked off her dad, Wambro Wasted, uh, trained by Peter Thompson, Luke McCarthy drove. He looked the winner at one stage. He hit the, he led in the race and was holding Swiss Miss till about the last 50 metres and Swiss Miss darted through to win. Wambro Wasted was brave in defeat. Uh, Hatchback was buried away, three back to pegs, but hit the line nicely. Loved the run of Branlow Prince. There's one for the Black Book. Uh, he, he was second up last night. He savaged the line. Uh, keep following him. There's a win very soon for Branlow Prince. A nephew of Sunoco, I thought, was reasonably brave into fifth placing. But Swiss Miss took the honours, a 159 one-mile rate. Last mile, 213, 59.7. But the Black Booker of the race was definitely Branlow Prince. The Neverly R stud pace was for the mares, and as expected, spellbound. I say made it a one-act affair. I thought she was cruising because when um, she's a hovercraft moved up and looked a bit of a chance, I looked quickly across the spellbound, and um, she just was waiting for something to uh, push her a little bit, and then she switched off, and she won pretty easily. Yeah, as I mentioned, Stewie McDonald uh, in the past few weeks, he's a very talented driver. He's made the trip across from Western Australia to work for Nathan Purden. He handled that mare beautifully last night. She was just too classy. She's going to be heading up to Queensland for the feature mares races up there uh, in, a, in a couple of uh, months' time, and uh, she was just too strong. Terrific run first up. She's a hovercraft. There's the second of our black bookers from last night. She was first up for Lisa Miles and really hit the line strongly. She wasn't in the same class as Spellbound, but once she gets into an easier race, she'll be winning very soon. Uh, third home was Orby. Continues to race well for Sean Kittle. Uh, fourth home, Madame Annie, and also uh, they want to know weren't too far away. But the black booker for the race was She's a Hovercraft, but the winner, Spellbound. She's a classy mare, and she's uh, looking forward to some bigger races ahead. Race four, APG Consolation for the four-year-olds, and uh, it was the right race for Yanni. He was on his best behaviour. It's probably a bit of a thin race, but a good race for him, and he just toyed with his rivals. Yeah, just a little bit too classy, Dan. Uh, he speared out of the mobile uh, after uh, breaking from the mobile last time round, but Yanni just began brilliantly. 7.1 lead time. First quarter was 27-3. Backed it off 30.7, and 28-3. He was just too classy when a mile rate of 153.8, and Yanni deserved the victory. Really liked the run of Jawbreaker. Uh, he, he's continuing to get fitter. He's going to win uh, in a race where it suits him uh, in the right class. I also thought Long Weekend was very good running third. He's only a rated 51 horse, so there's a much easier assignments for Long Weekend. So if you're looking for horses to put in your black book, Jawbreaker, Long Weekend, both of those two horses will be winning very soon. First leg of the quaddy, Steel Screens was well backed. There was plenty of pace on here. It looked obvious a fair way from home. Those horses off the pace were going to get their chance. Yeah, look, uh, it was a race uh, where Steel Screens uh, had plenty of admirers. Uh, began fast to lead, got to the front pretty easily at the start of the race, 7.4 lead time. Blaster Ranger was quite content to take the trail behind it. There were a couple of moves uh, mid-race. Uh, Major Mamba went outside Steel Screens. 
They went uh, 28-7, 29-4, 28-5, and still screens was beaten, uh, pretty much coming to the home turn. And Glen Avril King, who was beautifully uh, driven by Karen Manning in the 1-1, peeled out the top of the straight, let down and ran away for a really good win. Assassinator ran on strongly. Maestro Bellini third. Pick-up line was a nice effort, hitting the line well. And Arg was certainly uh, third up last night. Uh, he was a good run. He certainly won out of the race I'd be following. So was live on Broadway. I thought uh, her performance was really good for Shannon McLean and Josh Duggan. So out of that race, if you're black booking any horses to follow, Arg certainly one of them and live on Broadway being the other. Ben Studd's down at Red Pace Race 6. Well, the pace was really on here throughout and it turned out a big win for Crime Rider. It was a great win for uh, Maddie Craven and Sophia Arvison with Crime Rider uh, for the owners, uh, Tony and Pam Coniglia. He, he, I thought his run second up was terrific, Dan, last night. Just appreciate that fast tempo. They went 43-3 lead time, uh, 29-28-9 the first two quarters, so 57-9 first half after a lead time of 43-3. It was set up for something to run on, and Crime Rider was that horse that let down from back in the field and just stormed over the top of a major assassin, tried to chase him down but Crime Rider was off and gone by the time he got warm. Typhoon Stride was involved in that uh, fast lead time and fast uh, sectional quarters. He was heavily back last night. He did a really good job to run third. It was a good effort. Fourth home was three. Hugo Rocks had his chance. Uh, Like the run of Torrid Sane, he was second up. He hit the line really nicely and Crafty Bart, after doing all the work, did a pretty good job to run six. So a couple of good horses to follow out of that race. Uh, Obviously the winner Crime Rider. I thought certainly Typhoon Strides run was full of merit definitely the run of Torrid Saint he's worth following and even though Crafty Bart started favourite and was defeated I thought his job to finish and hang on to run six was still a very good run on a highway to hell, took out the last event. Greg Sugar's uh, getting the last two winners on the the program. Had a lovely run in transit and had a big kick left after Hooli Nien hit the front at the top of the straight. Yeah, look, it was a bit of a dawdle race, wasn't it? 47-5 lead time, 31-5 first quarter. It just developed to a last 1,200, 28-4, 28-4 and 28-9. On a highway to hell, sat behind the leader, which was Franks very much. They walked in the race. Hooli Nien, who was back last, let down with a big run from the tail of the field. Had the momentum up. Up hitting the home turn but on a highway to hell got that run along the sprint lane and just sprinted a little bit too fast at the finish to get home and win. Huli Nien was second. Pocket the deal. A reasonable effort into third placing. Franks very much had his chance as did Manassas guy and here he comes. But look on, on a highway to hell deserved the victory last night. Rob, a couple of features in Sydney last night. Uh, both with a bit of a Victorian flavour. Elderberry and Ursula who was with the uh, uh, Andy Gath at one stage there took out the New South Wales Trotters Oaks with the Morrises, Robbie Morris and the Sulky and uh, Elder Baron Crescent uh, took out the La Cucaracha for the Trotting Mares, trained by David Aiken and driven by James Rattray so the Elder Baron Monica fillies uh, and Mares taking out the two features at uh, Menangle last night. Well Hopefully you found a few winners. I think it was one of those nights. There's a few horses then we then we can follow out of the night. Flying Arts one that I quite like. Uh, he'll be winning a few races, and I reckon he'll be putting them together in succession as well. So hope you've found a winner or two there. Enjoy your week listening to all that's happening on RSN, particularly in the harness world. We'll be back on deck with uh, Gate Speed uh, tomorrow with uh, Gareth Hall, and we look forward to doing it all again, the mile rate, next Sunday morning. Rob? Yes, uh, have a great Sunday. Happy harnessing, everyone. Uh, we look forward to catching up with you on Gate Speed on Monday with Danny.